Hello, and welcome to Nervous Nellies, the show about nervous energy and music. You're listening on Sin with Bailey. I'd like to start by acknowledging and paying respects to the custodians of the land I'm recording on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional custodians of the lands our content reaches and on which Sin partner organizations stand. This episode features a mix that slowly transitions from electronic to live instrumentals, with a blend in the middle before coming out the other side at the very end with occasional vocals. If you want to hear music and podcasts from previous episodes, then check out the show page on the Sin website for embeds, or follow us on Facebook at Nervous Nellies, or Instagram at nervous.nellies for full set lists. And to start us off is Dormant by Oval. You just heard Dormant by Oval. You're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. So, being the first artist played on the episode makes Oval our Nervous Nelly of the Week, finally. I've touched on Oval in some way every season. In the first, I looked at the friction between their early 90s goal of sampling glitched audio and late 90s goal of presenting music as pre-programmed sound fragments. In the second, it was their collaboration with Eriko Toyota as So in the early 2000s. And with this, I want to bring things full circle by talking about what they've done ever since. Oval in the 2010s onward has kind of been this elephant in the room whenever they get referred to as a glitch artist, because while the melody might jolt from note to note, as if they were emulating a rusty hinge, and the same goes for the rhythm, the instrumentation is often quite assonant, if not always traceable back to its source, which is a far cry from the MO of their 90s output, where they either used the sound of a CD skipping as an instrument, or recreated its harsh noises by building loops out of milliseconds of broken audio. The throughline is arguably the programmatic nature of both decades. In his final non-collaborative albums of the turn of the century, Oval, at that point a solo act by Marcus Pomp, underwent a phase that was all about process. He simultaneously commissioned an art installation titled Oval Process, that was effectively his signature sound as a digital audio workstation. He didn't use it for his own albums, but the idea was to allow users to pick samples and effects from a range of options to create a oval song in a few minutes. Allegedly, due to label limitations, the program wasn't distributed beyond the installation, but a trio of albums in its style remained in its place, titled Oval Process as well, plus pre-commerce, and oval commerce. And the program's ethos was retained by some samples reappearing throughout the trio, especially between pre- and oval commerce, emphasizing how they were just being slotted into new project files. In the hiatus between 2003's So and his 2010's work, though, he seems to have taken issue with the individualized nature of oval process, both as a software and a musical style, designed for a software to emulate it. His return album, 2010's O, was marked as being composed with a cheap PC and stock sounds and plugins, with the idea being that once the tools were standardized, his creative decisions would inherently bring the composer, or musician, out of his previously method-based persona. 
While probably not using the same stock instruments, this musical framework is one he would use to collaborate with Eriko Toyota again, almost 20 years later, in the track you just heard. It's from 2021's Overdono, a blend of readings of classical poetry from Ovid and Ono no Komachi by Vladka Alec and Toyota, set to music by Oval. Normally I'm a bit skeptical when experimental artists go musical and use it as a selling point, as though the novelty is itself an innovation, but the fact that his contribution is an accompaniment instead of a glitchy deconstruction of a pre-recorded composition of Toyota's, as in so, emphasizes that he really is looking to showcase his music. And I'm for that. Overdono has the tag post-digital on its Bandcamp page. Not sure what that refers to, aside from the electroacoustic sound, and that there's no longer the distinction between artificial and performed elements, as there was in the process of deconstruction. And maybe without distinctions, all that's left is to be musical, instead of being so exegetical about it, like he was in the glitch days. Anyway, up next is another favourite of mine from Oval's musical era, Creek, the first track off his side of a split EP with Liturgy, followed by Can't See Through It by Disco Inferno. You just heard Can't See Through It by Disco Inferno, and you're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. The song is this week's instance of my new Negative Nancy's segment, where I take tracks from past Nervous Nellies of the week that show their nervous techniques can also be used in pop contexts. I use it to negate the idea of nervous energy as being necessarily down-tempo. The Disco Inferno song I aired alongside crowning them, the Nervous Nelly of the season 1 finale, was Summer's Last Sound, which was also one of the first songs in their new musical style after formerly being a post-punk act. The context they had the novel but very expensive idea of hooking up samplers to all their instruments, not just a keyboard or relying on a sequencer. So each time they use it to play a sound effect, for example, it would have an organic variation in pitch and rhythm as is inherent to physically playing a guitar. Unfortunately, the band's lack of commercial success during their active years gave them a tenuous relationship with the technology from an artistic perspective, we do have snapshots of them using it to make the harshest, most abstract work of their careers in 1994's ironically titled D.I. Go Pop. And on the other hand, in their efforts to gain commercial recognition, we have 1996's Technicolor, which this track is from. Obviously none of this is worth the group burning out and needing to call it quits before the latter album could even be released, but if anything, can't see through it highlights how frustrating it is that they couldn't break through, because the way they employ their live samplers here makes for some very pop-oriented music. The characteristic it shares with the previous attempts at radio-friendly singles, including 1993's The Last Dance, created with New Order producer Michael Johnson, is that it keeps the guitar and delegates the samples to percussion and sound effects. Realistically, the technology only gets abrasive on songs where their lead instrumental line is a sample, and even on tracks like Summer's Last Sound, the bass guitar is still there, which introduces a through line to follow while traversing their sea of sound effects. Again, this is a financial limitation. For most of that career, they could only afford samplers for their guitars and drums, 
but it's also the only case where I'd argue they were better off for being limited, because preserving the bassy sound of their post-punk past probably helped them get signed to Rough Trade. Anyway, Can't See Through It shows that all that was needed to make their nervous sound pop-friendly is to swap the instrument you keep unprocessed from bass guitar to regular guitar, hence why I'm using it for my Negative Nancy segment. And up next is Swells by Up Up Away. You just heard Swells by Up Up Away, and you're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. We're also reaching the halfway point, so just as a reminder, if you want to see the set list and podcast for this or previous episodes, to check out the show page on the Sin website, and follow Nervous Nellies on Facebook, or Nervous.Nellies on Instagram. So up next is this week's Drone Zone. This comes from keyboardist Aki Suyuko, and as a past Nervous Nelly of the week as well, I add another song off this release, but obviously focused more on the musical aspect than the context of the performance. It's Through Six Rooms, from her Room and Commend live album, which is a part of a series by the label RVNG, where they get artists to record in their joint retail and performance space, Commend. Beyond using a variety of keyboard sounds at once, which might benefit from overdubbing, Suyuko's compositions are very stripped back and easily lend themselves to live recordings, as well as decompressed song structures. Through Six Rooms is a great example of this, while also showcasing a range of keyboard presets, as the song is the 16-minute set closer, but still comprises multiple segments, hence it being Through Six Rooms. So as the first time I'm airing her this season, it's both a great introduction and a refresher. So have a listen. You just heard Through Six Rooms by Aki Suyuko. You're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. That's all the song analysis I have for you. I want to thank you for listening. And if you want to see the set list and podcast for this or any previous episode, check out the show page on the Sin website or follow Nervous Nellies on Facebook or Nervous.Nellies on Instagram. This closing song is an indie rocker through and through, but it has the curious characteristic of being partly recorded while the singer had his jaw wired shut, leading to a much more sophisticated instrumental section. It's The Stars of Projectors by Modest Mouse. <laughs> 